Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's program is proudly brought to you by Culture City, a for-purpose organization that provides a place of acceptance and support for all autism families. For more information, visit culturecity.org. This is Michael Harlan Turkel, host of The Food Scene. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Deadspin.com, and my guest today is Deadspin's own Diana Moskovitz. Hi, Diana. Hi, Jolie. I'm really happy that you're here in New York with us. Diana is an LA-based writer for Deadspin, uh, and so we don't get to see her face that often. We get to see her just typing in Slack and taking down the man. Let me tell you a little bit more about those takedowns that Diana does. Diana is a staff writer at Deadspin, Mm -hmm. where she has written about the organization No More, which is the NFL's sham domestic violence partner. She's written about how Las Vegas authorities hid Floyd, Floyd Mayweather's history of beating up women. And she has also written about the first woman who accused Bill Cosby of sexual assault. Diana does not joke around. (laughs) We're all a little scared of Diana, but we like her very, very much. She also uh, wanted me to note that she has somehow managed to work at Deadspin for more than a year without writing a single post about poop. But Diana, that's because that's my beat. I, I, I was trying to be polite. I didn't want to infringe on anyone's territory. You know, trying, trying to play nice. Yeah. Leave the poop to me. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm qualified. And I can handle it. Uh, in her spare time, Diana reads, and she worries way too much about her two cats. And the cats are what we're here to talk about today. Uh, I went back and forth, actually, Diana, about what, <laughs> what topic I was going to pick uh, for how for when I had you here in the studio. And I thought, oh, maybe I would take the Greg Howard approach and pick like a really dead spinny topic. I had Greg come on to talk about pit scenes, and I I thought maybe I would <laughs> I would subject you to you know t- testicular washing or some some other such really primal dead spinny type topic. And I thought, no. And then I thought maybe we would talk, we get, I thought maybe we'd get girly and maybe we would talk about jewelry since you're engaged and you have a pretty engagement ring. And then I was like, no, that's, we can't, we can't do that. Also because it's like, I mean, we, we are both girly, but like, we're not that kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I like didn't want to give the impression that the women of Deadspin just wanted to sit around and, and talk about jewelry. But then the thing is, we don't. That's like not what we talk about. So I settled yeah. back on the cats because I know you have them. I do. I do love my cats. I know you do. I and love I my cats. And I'm glad that you said that because it leads right into my the standard disclaimer I have to give about cats before I say anything <laughs> about cats before I get the hate mail from the cat people. I love that you love your cats. 
I don't hate cats, guys. I don't. I don't. Cats are really messy, though, and it's kind of funny. Um, and it's funny to me for, for sort of two reasons. Uh, one, it's just it's funny to, to laugh at you people who have these animals that you love so much who, who just really do terrible, terrible things to your homes. Oh, and then also wow. it's funny because oftentimes the cats do it deliberately, and I love that. I love that about cats. It's my favorite thing about cats. I That's like so I like that they're I like that they're evil and manipulative and I mm-hmm. I identify with them. So anyway, but standard disclaimer for the cat people. <laughs> I don't hate your cats. I love that you love your cats. I also very much love to make fun of you. So that's what we're going to do. I tease because I love. So don't get don't get upset with me. This is not an indictment of you as a cat lover. I'm uh, here for you, cat people. Light, I'm light ribbing. You. Light ribbing. Light ribbing. We are also, in addition to talking about cat issues, we are also going to take on a dog issue. It's going to be equal opportunity. Okay. Um, and I think Diana knows this, and, and longtime readers of Ask a Clean Person, and probably listeners of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast know this too, that I am a dog person. I love doggies. Dog, 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 dog. Uh, so I'm probably going to talk in like my, my dog voice. <laughs> <sighs> I do that. Anyway, let's um let's get right into the questions. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, we've got we've got some good ones actually. Um, I'm gonna have Diana read them. Um, so I'm gonna have you read question one from from Jack. Okay, hi Jack. Not 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 our Jack. Not Jack. Our our engineer and executive producer. Yeah, I don't have pets. Thank good. Keep it that way. I mean, you have you have us. You have the host. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot we're, of radio pets. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pet enough. <laughs> he doesn't need more pets. Um, hi, clean person. Hi. I just moved into a new apartment with my old cat. The apartment has beige carpeting. Oh. And my cat has a sensitive stomach. Oh, I know exactly where this one's Mm. going. Um, I think you can see where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can I, Jack? So, to the point, how do you get cat vomit stains out of carpeting? I was thinking of using OxyClean. Aw, old man cat. Oh, like poor. old man cat, like kills me. I have a cat with a sensitive a stomach, cat? so do you? Do? This might be too much information, but I do because she's um, part long hair. Okay, and she just she has a sensitive stomach. There's nothing wrong with her. She's just she has a sensitive stomach. Some people, some people do, and yeah. some cats do. That's like the um, nature of life. And some some mix are more sensitive than others. Yeah. So I I am with Jack. This is. A tough one. Oh, good. Well, I'm hoping that you'll you'll maybe have some some wisdom to share. I mean, I have I have a lot of wisdom to share. Yeah, I will um, say that OxyClean but, is good. Okay, I've used it in the yeah. past. OxyClean is good. Big fans of OxyClean. Um, yeah, I mean, the trick I found with those was that it wasn't so much the product so much as just getting to getting it quickly. To it yeah, you know. Um, so I'm actually a big fan of OxyClean, which I've used quite a bit, and I've also sometimes used Resolve. Um, but for me, more so, it's just about having something you like and getting to it quickly. Quickly, exactly. Yeah, timing so, yeah. is everything. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that so that I didn't have to say it because that really is, um, that is the key to cleaning up any any kind of pet messes or uh, human messes. So I want to say um, that a lot of the things that I'm going to say today are applicable for not just pet messes, but for human messes. Um, in in a way, human urine, feces, vomit. <laughs> it's not dissimilar to pet urine, feces, vomit. So um, if you are a, a parent of a small child, or if you are a college student, you might want to listen to this one, even if you don't have pets, because you might find some <laughs> tips in here that are very helpful for you. Uh, so let's get into... 
some more specific things. Um, like Diana said, get to it immediately if you can. Of course, that's not always realistic. Sometimes the accidents happen while you're out of the house, whether at work or socializing or I don't know what else you might be at court. Uh, if, if you're one of the people who Diana writes about, you'd be at court. Um, I like to think of them as coming home presents. Yeah. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> oh, welcome. Welcome home. Yeah. Or when you're asleep, which actually happened to me. Um, Oh, gosh, the morning before I flew here to New York and you're half awake and the lighting's half on and, you know, there's just that that special moment, that special moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the worst part is... (laughs) And you you willingly have these things in your home. Well, the worst part is that... um, the there's this moment especially i'm literally half awake my alarm has just gone off and so everything's moving a little bit slower and so i start to put my foot down and i can feel it but i can't stop it really like, oh, i can't stop no. the motion and but I, there's there's this moment like there's there's a hairball beneath mm. my foot isn't there yeah yeah there is good Gross. morning to me Oh, Lord. All right. Well, all right. Hopefully the rest of you aren't stepping on these things. Although I know you are because I get your email. So the first thing to do is to pick up or absorb as much as of the of the matter, whether it's vomit or urine or feces, Uh, pick up or absorb as much of it as you can um, with paper towels or with rags. In the case of I, I mentioned rags in this case, usually paper towels are just easier, right? They're disposable. You grab a whole bunch of them. Um, rags are a little dirtier to work with. Um, but in the case of this question, I'm mentioning the rags because it's an elderly cat and this seems, it sounds like this is a recurring problem. And it may be that just for, for cost wise and waste wise, um, that this person wants to sort of create a little rag pile that just gets dedicated to cleaning up cat messes. Um, but generally speaking, yeah, paper towels are going to be easier, less gross, so on and so forth. Um, so the next thing to do after you've cleaned up as much of the the matter as you 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 can um, is that you want to treat the stains with um, with something, as Diana said. Sort of, it doesn't it matters a little bit less what you're using. Just find something you like and stick with it. Generally speaking, with um, any kind of pet mess, you want to use an enzymatic cleaner, which is going to counteract what um, is a protein stain, the urine, the feces, the uh, vomit are all protein stains. So an enzymatic cleaner is a thing that you want. Um, a very good one that I have mentioned before in this program is nature's miracle. Um, that come, that is a liquid. It comes in a spray bottle. You can certainly use that. There are however, plenty of other options on the market. Resolve is a, just a, a standard carpet cleaner. Um, that's a very good one. There are loads and loads of other pet mess products and enzymatic stain treatment products out there. Uh, I do want to mention that one specific nature's miracle product because um, the the vomit smell is so strong. It sounds like this is happening often. There's there's a nature's miracle product called Odor Destroyer. Uh, this Jack might want to look into that. Uh, okay, other the other thing beyond that is it is not a bad idea when you have a pet, particularly one who either has a sensitive stomach like Diana's cat or is elderly like Jack's cat or is just an asshole 
uh, <laughs> like so many of your other cats. Uh, it's not a bad idea to invest in a vacuum that can handle these kinds of vests. So, of course, when you think of pets, you think of their and, and vacuums, you think of their hair. But there are uh, there are pet vacuums that are essentially shop vacs or wet dry vacs for pet messes. Uh, and those are very good things. So I want to mention a couple of brand names for you. First of all, Bissell, which is a manufacturer of all kinds of different vacuums, offers so many of these little sort of wet dry vacs for pets. And it's funny that they offer so many. The price range can vary dramatically. Uh, when I looked yesterday, they the models I was looking at were between $50 and $150. A few names to look for. The SpotBot uh, is one good one. The Little Green Monster is another one. That actually, uh, people who listen to the season one episode about cleaning up car messes will recall that Freddie Hernandez suggested using a Little Green Monster for cleaning car upholstery, uh, car interior upholstery. And he mentioned that he actually picked one up used and spent, I think he said about $20 on it. So oh, wow. if um, the, the little green monster, when I looked yesterday, it was about $90 if that's too spendy. Um, yeah, go ahead and look and see if you can find a used one somewhere. Um, I think Freddie said he got his at, at like a yard sale. But, you know, look, look elsewhere. Um, there is another Bissell product that I'm going to admit that I'm basically mentioning because the name made me laugh. Uh, it is called the Positively... P-A-W-S, positively. Positively clean, yikes, compact deep cleaner. That's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good name. It doesn't really roll off the tongue, but positively clean really did make me laugh. Um, So there you go. Those are things to look into. The last thing I want to mention. Oh, I'm very excited about this one. Because this is one of those weirdo things that like weirdo clean person Jolie knows about and gets excited about, but probably normal people don't know about. There is a category of product out in the world called vomit absorbent. Oh, (laughs) I can also testify that Jolie looks really excited right now. I just want everyone to know she has a glimmer in her eye, a really big smile. She is genuinely thrilled to I'm be bringing so us this I'm so excited about vomit absorbent. In fact, last so I was so excited about it that um, I usually do all my all my podcast prep uh, on on Tuesdays in the morning and and I did that and then I was so intrigued by the vomit absorbent which I knew about but I wanted to like look into more um, that I saved a couple of open tabs for for when I got into bed last night so that I could wow. really have some quiet time to to research the vomit absorbent so my husband and I are sitting in bed last night watching the Real Housewives of Orange County reunion <laughs> which was amazing and while I while I was Googling and jotting little notes on my notepad about vomit absorbent and, and my poor husband looked over and he saw this in like my big handwriting at the top of a, a page, cat vomit on carpet. He's like, Jolie, in bed, really? <laughs> so romantic. It was so romantic. He's very supportive of my career, I have to say. So anyway, so let's talk about vomit absorbent. Um, there are... Vomit absorbent products that are made specifically for pets. Uh, Nature's Miracle used to make one. It looks like it's been discontinued. I'm I'm disappointed in that. 
Um, and I would love to hear from any of you out there if you know of other brands uh, that are specifically for pet vomit. But there is, there's one brand called Ecos. Ecos is actually a very good um, eco-friendly brand. They make a lot of uh, products like laundry detergent and dish soap that are green, eco-friendly, so on and so forth. They, they make this product called Ecos Powdered Pickup Sponge. That's specifically for pets. Um, But there also are just vomit absorbents that are for general use, whether it's human or pet vomit, or I guess like alien vomit. Um, And oftentimes you see them um, labeled for school use, which makes a lot of sense if you think about it, right? School age kids are are like puking constantly. Um, So the thing is about the school ones is that they tend to come in bulk. So be, be aware when you're looking online at places like Amazon to check the size of what you're buying because you could end up with a 10-pound bag of vomit absorbent and that seems excessive. I hope it's excessive. Um, anyway, but there is there's a two, two brand names to mention to you. One is called Supersorb, S-U-P-E-R-S-O-R-B, Supersorb. That comes in um, a 12-ounce canister. I've seen that before. So that's a pretty small, um, pretty small container. There's excuse me another one this is another really good name it's called oops vomit and smelly mess liquid absorbent and deodorizer oh smelly mess another good name they've really put a lot of thought into these yeah so anyway so there there are some for you to think about so if you do have a pet that has a sensitive stomach or is old uh or or you just are getting a new pet it may not be a bad idea to invest in one of these products also really think about investing in one of those vacuums This is a great time for Diana and I to take a quick break. We will come back in just a minute and we will take another question about cleaning up pet messes in the home. I'm Julie Kerr and this is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Break music today, courtesy of Keto. We'll be right back. To heaven, woke to my hearing from harbor and neighborhood, and the muscle pulled and the heron priesthood. Hi, this is Dave Arnold from Cooking Issues, and I'm here to talk to you about the Museum of Food and Drink, which is finally getting a brick-and-mortar space right here in Brooklyn, New York. So the Museum of Food and Drink is opening the MOFAD Lab, our first laboratory and gallery space, where we will be putting on an exhibition called Making It or Faking It, the history of the flavor industry. It tackles a very important uh, topic, which is how the food system got to be the way it is now. Uh, as a result of the intervention of the flavor industry, how that happened. Get your tickets at tickets.mofad.org to come see the first exhibit ever of the Museum of Food and Drink at the MoFad Lab, brought to you by Infinity on 62 Bayard. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hard Street. 
Today's program is proudly brought to you by Culture City, a for-purpose organization that provides a place of acceptance and support for all autism families. This is Culture City's founder, Julian Maha. Culture City was really born out of uh, necessity. You know, it was born when my, uh, you know, currently six-year-old boy was diagnosed with autism. Uh, his name is Abram and he's non-verbal. And even though my wife and I were both physicians at the time, it was really hard for us to find any resources at that point to help him. All the other organizations out there that we know of, um, they do phenomenal work, but their main focus is basically finding a cure for autism. Our main focus is basically trying to prepare the community to accept not only children with autism, but their families as well. You know, in addition to that, we also want to provide help to these families in the here and now. You know, so tangible things like, you know, iPads for non-verbal kids, you know, financial scholarships, uh, therapy scholarships, you know, art camps, and also some um, lecture series that can teach parents about, you know, dietary issues, um, you know, how to financially plan and things like that. For more information, visit culturecity.org. Hi, welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr. I'm here today with Dead Spins, Diana Moskovitz. Hello. Hello. And we've been talking about pet messes. Woohoo. We, maybe we should have been talking about, like, NFL messes. <laughs> Darn Tis it. Is the season. Total yeah. missed opportunity on that my part. That would be awkward because there would be questions like, how do I fix my brain? Yeah. yeah. I can't answer little tougher. Those. Little little tougher. I can't answer that. We could yeah. we could tell Tom Brady how to clean his Uggs. We could I, was, I know how to do that. There was the Florida player, this was last year, who shit his pants. Yeah, the poop, yeah, poop, that, poop, pants pooper. Yeah, that would have been good. That he I think pretty sure he transferred. Aww. After that. I hope I'm remembering that right. If I I could have helped him. I apologize. I could have helped him. Like I mean, yeah, poop. Poop is my beat. But there's a lot of poop. There's a lot of grass. There's a lot of dirt. Yeah. 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 And Uggs. And Uggs. If you're Tom. Ugh. That's what I think of Tom Brady. (laughs) Which should make everyone so happy since I'm from Boston and I'm saying that. Oh, I have to say, he's he's become so evil that I've sort of like come come back around on him because I always root for the bad guy. Now he's like I always I always rooted for Gargamel to to defeat those blasted Smurfs (laughs) like that's my personality type you were that kid I feel like listeners of this show really learn a whole lot about me uh and how truly odd I am I assume that everyone just knows I'm odd because of what I do for a living this is a no one normal could do this job but no one normal would want to do this job and no one normal would want to do it with the gusto with which I do it. <laughs> but we need people like you for the rest of us. For the rest of us. That's true indeed. Someone else who needs me. Yes. Is uh, LW who, who asks our second question of the day, which I'm also going to have you read. Um, I picked this one because it involves my favorite kind of dog. Involves dachshunds. So this, is, this was... This was bias. This was oh total bias. Total bias. Total, total bias. dog bias. I have Just... such dog bias. Well, and I have dachshund bias too. I mean, I'm like, mm, okay. I'm very specific. So long as I you're open about it, that makes it. Okay. I do. I love a dachshund. Yeah. I tell people this all the time. In fact, people oftentimes who ask me questions on Twitter um, about their dogs, if they have dachshunds, they know not only to mention it but to include photos for me. And I get very, very excited about seeing the photos. So if you have a dachshund, if you have any kind of dog, except a corgi, I hate corgis. Uh, I just weird. 
weird i hate corgis um oh my god the internet oh why did i just say that i can't take it back this is live the internet's gonna come after me yeah, i hate corgis. The corgis um the corgi people and the cat people are gonna come after me yep. that's fine that's they're gonna fine. form a union together yeah it's gonna be terrible um but yeah if you um have adorable doggies by all means tweet photos or email photos to me i love seeing your doggies doggy 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 okay so this is from lw help I have a microsuede corduroy couch that I've had for about six years. My nine-month-old dachshund, who is house-trained, flipped out during a severe thunder and lightning storm, Aww. ran into the apartment, and peed on the couch. Oh, de poor dough. I soaked up the urine, tried to use water and rags to wash what I could, then did some nature's miracle, but my couch still smells like serious pee. Please help, since this is the only place to sit other than the bed. Oh, poor dog. Oh. oh, I will tell you, I actually wrote back to that person when I got the email because um, wh- wherever it was that LW is residing must be fairly close to where I live because of the night before we also got a thunder and lightning storm. And I wrote back and I said, oh, the poor dog. It's okay. I got scared during the storm and I peed too. <laughs> <laughs> but I did add that I got up to, to use the bathroom. I yeah. made it to the toilet in that case. That makes it a little bit easier. Um. Okay. So, oh, deport Dachshund. Oh, oh, God. It was, I also, LW did send me some photos. It was a very cute doggy. Uh, okay. So for, first thing, just like with the cat vomit on the carpet, um, if if you can the faster you get to it the better if you get to it when it's happening or as it's just happened uh absorb as much of the pee as you can using paper towels or rags Uh, again probably paper towels are going to be best um once you've absorbed all of the liquid that you possibly possibly can then you want to start treating with the nature's miracle so i'm actually wondering if by by using the water first, if LW might have flooded the urine and made it spread. And that's why she's having such a hard time um, getting the smell out. So so absorb as much as you can. Don't use water for that. Just use dry paper towels to because you want to absorb liquid. Um, then use the Nature's Miracle. Uh, the, LW is another person who I think should look into the, the odor destroyer version of nature's odor destroyer yeah of nature's Mm. miracle there's another product that i want to mention um (laughs) mostly because the name i'm totally gonna level with you that's called urine off urine off yeah yeah. That's direct to yeah. the point (laughs) conveys uh so i mean you know look the thing is like nature's miracle is really good and basically everybody recommends it um if it's not working for you try something else. So I want to give alternatives. Um, if the smell still remains, I think LW should just do one more pass at it. Sometimes it just takes two passes of cleaning. Um, especially this is especially true with pet messes. Um, so sometimes you just got to go out in a second time and that's fine. Go ahead and do it. Doesn't mean you did anything wrong the first time. Um, but if there really is a persistent smell, you've cleaned up the, staining and all there is is just sort of a a residual piddly smell uh i think it's a good time now to go into a a powdered deodorizer baking soda is the the easiest and most obvious one sprinkle a very liberal amount on uh your dry couch make sure it's dry because otherwise it's gonna 
you're going to have wet baking soda. It's going to turn paste like, and uh, it's going to be a whole mess, blah, blah, blah. So sprinkle a liberal amount. Let it sit. Arm and Hammer recommends 15 minutes. I think that sounds a little bit thin. I would say that if you can, try to leave it for at least an hour. Oh, yeah. I mean... Well, especially when... Um, maybe take the dog... Like, do, sprinkle it, take the dog for for a you know long long Sunday walk and play in the park. Yeah, you and need then to come give back. baking powder time. Yeah. And especially when... Um, I don't find it to be as strong as people like to say it is in terms of its, its odor-absorbing right. power. And it can't hurt. It's not something where, oh, no, you left the baking powder on for too long. Right, exactly. So why not... Just leave it just and leave get the it. effect. Yeah, That's exactly. So then that, after, yeah. um, you know, I would say an hour, uh, just vacuum it up. Um, you can use a, a, a dustpan and, and hand broom to, to sweep it away if you want. It's probably how we're going to, depending on the nap of your um, couch, this is probably not going to be a problem with micro, micro suede or microfiber, but it is probably going to be a problem with, with any other kinds of naps it might grind the powder into the fabric so um vacuum is probably the easiest way um if you can use the hose or hose and or crevice attachments probably ideal if you use a a brush attachment is fine upholstery attachment is fine but the powder will get stuck in the bristles so you'll want to you'll need be needing to wipe that off a couple times as you go which is also fine like it's just baking soda it's not going to stain or anything. Um, if, however, you feel you do that and it doesn't take the odor completely away or you just are like me, maybe a little skeptical of how well it's going to work. Arm & Hammer makes um, odor eliminating powder products that are scented. And those are a little bit more heavy duty. Um, they are, of course, on the other hand, going to have a scent to them. So you might not like that. Um the product is called Arm & Hammer Odor Eliminator. Um, there are a whole bunch of them. They'll usually say for carpet and home or for carpet and upholstery. Any of the ones that you find there are fine. Uh, use those just in the same way that you would the regular I have used those. baking soda. And what do you think of them? And they're good. They're solid. Okay. It's not, um, we've used a couple of their products. Um, I think that they have one for litter boxes specifically, which yes. is like the greatest thing. If you have a cat, you need to get the stuff you put in the litter box it's amazing um but yeah they're good it's not um it's not something that it really really stinks but when there's just sort of that trace mm-hmm. you know where you're thinking, feeling like i cleaned this up and it's not there but there's just something stuck in the air here mm-hmm. um when i had um apartments that were carpeted i found that just a sprinkle let it hang out some vacuuming and that works so yeah it's not going to get rid of a, a heavy heavy odor right but when something's just kind of lingering yeah you're just kind of like it vaguely smells like something living has been here right and that and what i kind of think lw needs to do is i think i think i can't remember if lw was a man or a woman Hmm. Well, I think LW. (laughs) (laughs) One easy way to do it. Problem solving Um, right here. Should do another pass with the Nature's Miracle. And then I think buying some of that that odor eliminator and just doing like a light sprinkling of it is probably going to be the thing. And then I think generally, like, you know, you said you use it on your carpet. If you're in a home 
with carpeting. So I think this kind of goes back to Jack mm-hmm. with the beige carpet. I mean, if you're renting and you have a pet, I, you listen, you might want to just ask the landlord if you can pull up the carpet. Landlord might say no, but the landlord also might say yes. Yeah, no, it's um, I actually had an apartment where after I left and the carpet had been old to begin with and then I'd been living there with my cats and afterwards the landlord, he just uh, he tore up the apartment and put in wood laminate, which is something of all the rage now, I think. Yeah, yeah, wood laminate is good. It's great. That's what I have now. I like it, actually. I I find it easy. When you have a cat with a sensitive stomach, it's God's gift to us. Yeah, because it's easy to clean up. <laughs> it's so easy to clean up. And yeah, so that's also, especially if you have that older carpet, that really cheap renter's carpet yeah. that they put in. It's renter's carpet in there. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you can yeah. ask, but if, you know, if the landlord won't take it up, you know, you know you're moving into this place, you know you have a pet, and you know that the landlord has your security deposit. So, worth it to invest in the carpet deodorizer and and a and a good vacuum that from time to time you can use the deodorizer just to keep things at an acceptable level and also probably worth it to invest in um the you know the shop vac or one of those dedicated little the, the shop bots or the little green monster um cuz otherwise what's going to happen is the carpet is going to get soiled it just is gonna get soiled because you have a pet that's it's not it's not an indictment of you as a pet owner it's just the nature of pet ownership that's life it's like it's like i live in new york so my window sills are gonna constantly be dirty that's not an indictment of my my housekeeping skills it's just like <laughs> i live in new york of course yeah. um so have those because you know there are going to be accidents and then it may make life a whole lot easier when it comes time to cleaning them up and you won't have to email me in a panic although then what will I do for work if you don't email me in a panic? So still kind of <laughs> so email her in a email panic, me. actually. Still kind of email me, You could exactly. just use 75% of this advice? Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, yeah. I do. That actually leads me to, to one last thing I want to mention before Diana and I wrap up and go eat some delicious pizza at Roberta's, um, is that when I was doing the research last night about um, the, the vacuums, not the, not the research about the vomit absorbent. I could talk to you all the live long day about vomit absorbent. Uh, I'm not going to, because I think you'd all unsubscribe. Um, but when I was doing the research, um, you know, I mentioned the the price range of those Bissell models for the fifty to one hundred and fifty dollar range. And look, you know, one hundred and fifty dollars isn't bad. It's not the most inexpensive thing though that I've recommended. I think I think one hundred and fifty gets a little bit on the higher end of things that I like to recommend for, for people. Um, so I actually went and looked up just regular old shop vacs, wet dry vacs um, that are essentially what these pet wet dry vacuums are just without the name pet in them, the pet tax. Um, and you can get a shop, a small shop vac for about 30 bucks. Oh, nice. So you might just want to get a shop vac. I mean, if you have the room to store it, the smaller ones are not huge. You can get huge shop vacs. But you don't for for this use you don't need them. Um, so if you have a storage room for it, I would say just go ahead and get a shop back, um, and that's gonna suck up, you know, wet wet. Me- Here the problem is you get the wet messes on carpet and on furniture that you can't you know pick up and flush with water. 
or you can't pick up and put in the washing machine. Yeah, that's always the really frustrating thing about wall-to-wall carpet. And I grew up in South Florida, the land of wall-to-wall carpet, it seemed. And yeah, that's just the most frustrating part. Because in theory, if you could just pick up your whole carpet and put it in the washing machine, wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. So that's always the trickiest thing about it to me, or at least the frustrating thing. Yeah. So at least for me, you have the moment where, God, if I could just put this in the washing machine. <laughs> I know. Well, and it's, it's frustrating for me when I get, when I get your questions, uh, you know, particularly about pets and, and it's, you know, always begins with, uh, you know, I live in a rental with wall to wall carpet and I just like want to lie down and die and be like, no, tear it up, tear it up. You have a pet. Don't know wall to wall for you. Yeah. Um, so in any event, on that note, Diana, it's time for us totally. to. It's time for us to. This went by really fast. It's time for us oh. to go and eat some pizza and catch up. Oh, but I do love pizza. I know. Also. Sorry, I guys. But yeah. I do love pizza. Uh, so I want to say a big thank you to my guest today, Deadspins Diana Moskowitz. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming out. Uh, I want to say thank you also to my engineer Jack Insley and to Hi, our Jack. sponsor Culture City. Uh, today's music was provided by Rec Tech. If you like what you heard today. And I hope you did. I work hard on preparing for these shows. Uh, Please consider subscribing in iTunes. Please also consider leaving a rating and telling all of your friends about this funky little cleaning show that you love so very, very much. And of course, thank you to you, my beloved listeners. I'm Jolie Care, and this has been Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.